Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. Remember when Jesus was before Pilate? And Pilate told him, Aren't you going to speak to me? Aren't you going to answer me? This is in uh, John 19, uh, verse 10. Aren't you going to speak to me? Don't you know I have power to crucify you? In other words, torture you. I have power to torture you and to kill you or I could let you go and Jesus' response you have no power at all against me unless it were given to you from above you have no power against me unless it came from God and when Jesus was in hell those three days and three nights head bowed, eyes closed I believe he was holding on to that also. Satan commanding him to bow. Demons commanding him to bow. Trying to force him to bow. Every time they touched him, they reeled back in terror and pain. And Jesus, I believe, was re-quoting that scripture. You have no power at all over me. Oh, glory to God. You have no power at all over me. Unless it was given to you from above, which it wasn't. And then he started to rise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, remember Jesus told them, You know, when he appeared to his disciples, he's got a glorified body. All spirit, but all body too. He told his disciples, handle me, flesh and bone. You know, he's telling you, I'm flesh and bone. Notice he didn't say flesh and blood. The life of man is in the blood. The life of the spirit man is in Christ, who's in God. You have the Holy Spirit in you. Your man now shall never die. This body may die and decay because it's made with flesh and blood. When we receive our glorified bodies, it will look exactly like our spirit. You could have a spirit who's you know the 90-pound weakling, and that's what your body is going to look like. Your glorified body. And you're going to have to, when you get to heaven, you're going to start working out, getting into the Word. You know, 
everyone thinks heaven is all about you know harps and you know singing songs and all that but there's school in heaven there is school in heaven because God's not going to let you come into the throne room and say something like doesn't this just thrill you to death or I'm happy as hell to be here there's not going to be any language like that in heaven Oh, this is this was so great. I thought I was going to die. Oh, there's no death in heaven. So you're going to have to go to school to learn how to talk. Heavenly language. Amen. Number one. But your glorified body, first of all, will have no pain, but it will look exactly like your spirit. Amen. Jesus... In this vision, as he was rising up, the demons were petrified. They started scurrying around. As I see Jesus being raised up in this vision, the demons were scurrying around. They were asking the devil, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? Where is he going? Why can't we stop him? And Satan was angry. Angry. No one had ever escaped from hell before. And Jesus is going up without even a fight. He just raised his head, looked to heaven, and told the Father, it is finished. The three days and three nights and the bell of the earth is finished. And he's rising up. And he stopped momentarily in the area of paradise and said, come on, boys, let me take you to the Father. They were cheering, and paradise emptied out. And the demons were asking the devil, Why can't we stop them? What is going on here? What's going on? I thought we won. And Jesus, according to Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, triumphed over them in himself. Oh, what was in him, in his spirit, was enough to defeat the devil and every demon from hell. God was not with him in hell. Jesus' spirit, pure and holy, because he stayed focused on the word of God, triumphed over the devil and every demon in himself. There was no impurities found. Remember what Jesus told his disciples at the Last Supper? He said, the devil is going to try, or the devil will kill me, but he has nothing in me. In other words, he has no claim to any part of my spirit. The devil held no claim to any part of Jesus' spirit. He could not use the law that iniquity was passed on from generation to generation because that is always referred to as the seed of man. If Joseph had any part in the conception of Jesus, then sin nature would have been passed from man to man. God in the Garden of Eden said, the seed of the woman will bruise your head. 
He'll bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. And the seed of the woman, because Satan tempted the woman first, the seed of the woman defeated the devil. Amen. That's why Jesus, as he's rising up and enters his glorified body, there is such an explosion in that cave that it knocked that stone away. The Roman soldiers ran for terror, and Jesus came walking out of that tomb in a glorified body, a glorified that, that could walk through walls as he walked into the room with his disciples. And they were scared. They thought they'd seen his ghost. And he said, boys, it's, it's me. A ghost does not have flesh and blood, I mean, sorry, flesh and bone as you see me have. Here, handle me. Give me something to eat. Because ghosts don't eat. Not that Jesus needed any nourishment for his glorified body. <laughs> that takes us back to Luke again, doesn't it? Man shall live by every word of God. These glorified bodies that we're going to inhabit and receive from God, these glorified bodies will have no need of food. I know that might disappoint some of you, but guess what? If you want to eat, you can eat. If you want to eat steak, you can eat steak in heaven. There's not going to be any need for it. How are you going to get the steak? You're going to have to create it with your own words because they're not going to kill any cow up there for you because there's no death. So whatever you're going to eat, if it's manna from heaven, you could say, man, this tastes like a steak when I was on the earth. And that's what it'll taste like to you. But it's going to be manna. You're going to eat manna for the rest of your life. You'll just be able to create it into whatever you want to have pleasure in in that area because it's the bread of heaven. Jesus said... Your forefathers ate manna from heaven, but I, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Amen. So we see Jesus in his glorified body. And Thomas wasn't with the disciples. Amen. And he said, I'm not going to believe you seen him unless I see him with my own two eyes. Unless I stick my finger in the nail hole and put my hand in the side where they thrust him through with the spear. I refuse to believe. He actually said, I will not believe. His will was not to believe. Or to, his will was to believe not. That's why in John chapter 20, eight days later, Jesus appeared to them again. The doors being locked, he walked through the wall. That's what your glorified body is going to be able to do. It's flesh and blood. I mean, I keep saying flesh and blood. Flesh and bone. Handle me. You can handle it. But yet, when you're ready to leave, you don't even have to open the door. You just walk through the wall. Wherever you want to be, you think it and you're there. Jesus was on the road to, uh, or those disciples were on their way to, what is it, uh, Armenus, I think it is. And, uh, you know, Jesus was walking with them. 
but had hid himself from them. They didn't recognize who he was until they got ready to eat dinner, and he broke bread. And as they he broke the bread and prayed for it, their eyes were open to who he was. And then what happened? He disappeared from their sight. Right? Because he didn't want them just to cling to him. He says he knew that they would run back and tell the disciples. Well, also... Eight days after he appeared to his disciples, he appeared again, and he turned to Thomas. Notice the disciples, and in, in here in John chapter twenty, uh, verse you know it's twenty four through uh, twenty nine. Jesus, I mean, the word does not say that the disciples were scared this time. They were probably happy. Jesus, hey. Yeah. Where the first time was like, Jesus, oh! That's why I say, you know, it's not, it's me, it's not a ghost, handle me. A ghost doesn't have flesh and bone as you see me have. Well, here, now, the disciples were locked in this room. Thomas was with them. The door was shut and locked, and Jesus appeared in the midst of them. And then, after he said, peace, or shalom, which means peace be to you, wholeness, completeness be with you, he turned to Thomas and said, reach here your finger and look at my hands. And reach here your hand and thrust it into my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. Believe. And Thomas answered. doesn't say he touched him or thrust his hand aside. It says Thomas answered and said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, because you have seen me is why you believe. Blessed are they that have not seen and still believe. Amen. You folks have the Holy Spirit within you. Jesus told the disciples, you know, not very many days from now, go to Jerusalem, and not many days from now, you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. You'll receive the promise I've given you from God. We don't have time to go into the feasts of Israel. We know that when Jesus died, it was Passover, but it's also a high feast, which meant that the the, the, there was two feasts that coincided simultaneously. One was the Passover. Amen. The Passover is whether the lamb was killed for the people. And he died at the same hour that the lamb was being killed as a sacrifice for the people. Next Three days after that, on this particular feast day, the was also the high feast day, is what the Bible calls it, was the feast of first fruits. That's where the, the first harvest is ready for picking out in the field. And each farmer would be looking for that first fruit. Because they would cut that sheath and carry it to the priest. And the priest would wave it before the, the Lord as an offering and recognition. 
that this harvest has come from God to them. Jesus was resurrected on the day of first fruit. Amen. That was his resurrection day, showing himself openly that he had risen from the dead. He had defeated death. Nobody had ever returned from hell before. He had defeated death. Second Colossians, I mean, Second Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, verse 15 says, He triumphed over them in it, in himself. Jesus defeated death, he defeated hell, and he came out of the grave, defeating the grave. Every symbolism of death, permanent disassociation from God, Jesus defeated. God was not with him in hell. He had to go there himself. If he would have tried to respond to anything the devil said in hell, he would have been arguing with the devil. He remains silent. In the vision I had, he remains silent. That's why the scripture says he remains silent as a lamb. He stood there, allowing them to take their best shots, but he was so pure they could not touch him. And when three days and three nights was over, the second that sun came up over the horizon, As soon as the first rays of light turned the darkness into the beginning of day, he said, it is finished. And started to rise from before the throne of Satan. And they could not hold him there. They could not grab him. They could not command him to come back. They had nothing in him, just like Jesus said. That Satan has nothing in him. And then he paused momentarily at paradise and led captivity captive back to the Father. Came into his body. Resurrection occurred. He received his glorified body. Mary and them came to the tomb and found it empty. The angels were sitting there testifying that Jesus had risen from the dead. They ran back, told the disciples. Peter and John ran to the grave and found it exactly as the women had said. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Then he showed himself to his disciples, told them, go to Jerusalem, stay there until you receive the promise that that I gave to you that will come from my Father in heaven. And the 50 days later, Pentecost, Pentecost was the next festival. And that was the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They received the Holy Spirit at the Feast of Pentecost, which was harvest time. And they received the infilling of the Holy Spirit And Jesus said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth his laborers into the harvest for the fields are ripe and ready for harvest. 
And from that, those 11 men, because Judas had died, those 11 men have turned the world upside down according to the scriptures. Amen? Glory to God. And you, if you are a born-again child of the Most High God, saved through the sacrificial blood of Jesus Christ, you, my friend, came to know Jesus directly or indirectly through the testimony of these 11 men. One of them at least. Amen. You know, Brother Bob, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was just reading the Bible and got saved. That's what the Bible is. A collection of letters written by these disciples testify to the power that works within them after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. That's what the New Testament is. The New Testament was not in existence when they wrote it. Every time you read in the New Testament, see if I can just find one real quick. I'm just flipping the page. Uh, there it is. In 1 Corinthians 15, and uh, oh, how about this? This is even talked about the resurrection. Glory to God. This, the verse I'm looking at is verse 45. So it is written, the first man, Adam, and that reference was to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Every time you see it written in the New Testament where it refers according to the Scriptures or as written in the Scriptures is always going to reference the Old Testament. Because that's all they had. They were writing the New Testament. Amen? So they could not say, well, according to 2 Peter 3.13 or whatever. No. Peter hadn't written 2 Peter yet. Whenever they say it is written, it's going to refer to the Old Testament. Glory to God. And as I'm saying here in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verse 35... Some men will say, how are the dead raised up? What, with what body do they come? That's what we've been talking about, your glorified body. Verse 36, you fool, that you sow, don't you know that what you sow is not alive? It has to die, which is what Jesus said in John 12, 24. Don't, in verse 37, that which you sow, you don't sow the body that shall be, you sow bare grain. It may be perhaps wheat or some other grain, but God gives it a body as it pleases him. Hallelujah. And to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh. There's one kind of flesh of men, another of animals, another of fish, another of birds. There's celestial bodies, stars, there's terrestrial bodies, the moon. The glory of the celestial is one, the glory of the terrestrial is another. There's one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. And one star differs from another in its glory or its brightness. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It, the body, is sown in corruption. It is a corruptible body made of flesh that is sown into the ground. 
and it is raised in incorruption. When it, when the body is resurrected, it will be a glorified body, incorruptible. There's no death, no decay. You see, in this natural body, the Bible says, the Old Testament says, life is in the blood. But in the new body, the resurrected body, our life is in Jesus and he and the Father make their abode in us. That's the creation of the new man, the new spirit, the born-again man, while still living in, living in this flesh and blood body that is corruptible, we have a pure heart, a pure spirit. The temptation of Jesus in the flesh is not the same as the temptation of Jesus when he went to hell. Jesus was tempted in hell. He was tempted there. They were questioning him. Why don't you respond? Why don't you kneel? But they couldn't force him to do anything. And his will was to remain focused on the word which he had within himself. And remember he said, he told his disciples, that Satan has nothing in me. He was completely pure. That's why the devil couldn't hold him. No matter what effort they tried, they could not stop the resurrection of Jesus. That's why elsewhere in the scripture it says, if they'd have known what was going to happen, they would have never have crucified him. They had to let him live forever as a man on this earth because it meant they still had dominion in the earth. But now, he offered his flesh and blood body as the required sacrifice. He was a seed planted by God in a corruptible body. And that seed that God planted has now come up into a harvest of sons. He sowed one son. <laughs> he offered one son on the altar of sacrifice, that cross. And he has reaped a harvest of sons. And by that I'm talking man and women. Oh, hallelujah. The harvest of God is about ready to be called home. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.